Hello, hello, my name is Nancy Mello, and I am the Creature Preacher. I'm an animal communicator, which means people come to me because they're looking for a lost pet, they want to resolve an issue with their current animal, if they have some emotional loose ends with an animal that's passed, or maybe an animal in their life is causing strife with a significant other or their child, or they just want to have a better understanding of animals as a whole. Here's how I work. All I need is a photo of the animal's eyes. You know how they say eyes are the window to the soul? Well, that's exactly how I work. I receive information directly from their eyes. That's how I hear them. And I don't know anything about them or their human before the reading starts. I don't bullshit, period, end stop. I tell you what I hear, but hopefully in a loving and comforting way. I got into this work because I was at a low point in my life and I realized that if I could help one person or one pet, then I had done my job, then I had served my purpose. And that's why I want to talk to you. On the show, I'm going to talk to people just like you, pet owners, animal lovers, and anyone trying to get in their animal's mind or curious about animals as a whole. And I'm going to tell you what your animal has been trying to say. So just as a reminder, I haven't met today's animal guest or person guest yet, but I think you should know something about them before we get started. So my producers spoke to them beforehand. I'm going to duck out for a second and let you listen. And when I come back, I'll do what I do and you can come along. He is the only one in the family that everybody agrees on at all times. Yeah. At no point is anybody like, ah, Dave, come on. You know what I mean? Like, even when he's like being rascally or whatever, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm Annie Simons. I'm a teacher in Los Angeles. My name is Timothy Simons. I'm an actor and a writer, and I live in Los Angeles. We have uh, twin sixth graders and a dog named Dave. I mean, he's the best. He's a mini Labradoodle. He's like a like a caramel color. He's about 30 pounds. Everyone likes him immediately. He looks like your favorite stuffed animal has come to life. We knew we wanted a family dog when the kids got old enough to ask for a family dog. And we really wanted this breed because it was a therapeutic dog for children who have emotional dysregulation issues. Both of them have, are like, what do we say? Like neurologically atypical? What, yeah, is that? they're both neurodivergent, I guess is what they say. Yeah. But we had gone through a, a breeder that like prioritizes families that need the dogs. It was a long drive back from the breeder. It was like a two or three hour drive. And I'm a theater teacher. So I was like, how about Horatio? Nobody wanted Horatio. Right away, one of the twins was like, Dave. And the other twin was like, yeah, Dave. <laughs> and we were like, okay, yeah, guys, like it's the beginning of the drive. So good start. But like, let's workshop it a little bit. Like, let's talk about like characters from books, like, you know, whatever. Every single time we would bring something up, he'd be like, yeah, that's a good idea. But the dog's name is Dave. <laughs> it did not go well at first. It it really ruined our entire life. <laughs> not 
Not because Dave is perfect. <laughs> Dog ownership is what ruined it. You know, a puppy is difficult, and it, it made us realize how close to our capacity we already were. And so when Dave came in, it all fell apart. Our, our ability to handle whatever was going on, we were just right on the edge. And then throwing in like a very schedule-heavy puppy just kind of pushed us over the cliff. Like, I remember the, the breeder had very specific instructions about how to potty train the, the dog. And it was basically, the dog doesn't touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the dog's feet will never touch the floor <laughs> of your home while it is, like, learning to go to the bathroom outside. You will carry so it. The dog would be in the crate for a certain amount of time. In the morning, when the dog would wake up, we would carry the dog outside, and the dog would be outside until it went to the bathroom. And then we could carry the dog or put the dog back in the crate, but it was not allowed to walk around the house. Yeah, well, guess what? It's fucking insane. I'm the one that has to do it because I, I have the flexible schedule, but I was given... Like a, a, like a list of things that had to be done for this dog that was more intricate than what the hospital gave us when we took the babies home. I had like a like a baby Bjorn, but it was like a little sack that like Dave would go in so that like his little head would pop out. And I mean, like it was the cutest thing that you've ever seen. But also, but also making me... This is also making me remember how awful this this was. The other part about our son is that he has impulse control, like a lot of children, but he he was just like touching the dog in such a strong way. And I think it did provide him some like some really nice, calm feeling, but he didn't understand that he the dog wasn't a stuffed animal. So it that was stressful. And All the animal knows is that you are grabbing him kind of roughly and shoving your face into his face. And all that communicates to an animal is that this person is a threat. You know what I mean? Now that both our kid and the dog are older, that relationship has really gotten better. Like, our kid's anxiety is really relieved just by hanging out with Dave. Dave really just seems to understand that this kid needs him. And it's, it's kind of neat. I'm afraid my questions won't be like exciting enough, but I would like to know if he worries about our family <laughs> and if he's happy here at this house, stop it. Have we put too much on Dave to be the emotional support of the four of us, especially the one? So my name's Nancy, you're Annie and Timothy. Do you go mm -hmm. by Timothy or Tim? Uh, Tim's fine. I'm totally normal. Like I was just eating a Snickers bar <laughs> in the car waiting to pick my son up from school. Like I'm, I call myself an evidential medium, an animal communicator. Like I don't bullshit. I promise you, like I'm not gonna say anything to piss you off, hopefully not. Um, okay. <laughs> and if I do, just tell me to fuck off and we're good. Um, anyway, okay, cool. The only information I got beforehand was I always need just a photo of their eyes. I don't know what it is about the eyes. It's with pets, people. All I need is their eyes, past or living. That's all I need. Uh, so the first thing I was getting from him is that he says that um, he's very much a fan of routine. 
very much a fan of his routine. Um, but he doesn't like exploring too much. And that was interesting because a lot of doctors were like, yeah, let's go hike. Let's go climb some rocks. And Dave's like, no, I'm good just doing my usual. But he's introverted for a dog. So animals, just like people, have autonomy. They have their own personalities. And it's not that he doesn't care for people. In fact, he was saying that he likes people. And there's an older woman that comes over and visits sometime with short, short gray hair, maybe? Short hair? Does that make any sense? My mom is here right now. Oh, there you go. He likes her a lot. Like he, so she doesn't live with you, correct? Right. Yeah, he correct. says that he likes her a lot and he wants her to stay. <laughs> Does he go on the bed she's been on? Something about he wants to go in her room and she shuts the door. <laughs> it is her, his favorite room in the house is the guest room. And she, you know, now when people are staying here, you know, the door is closed more often. Yeah, that is his hangout room. Being that the door is closed... Please ask your lovely mother to keep the door open even a little. Okay. And I don't know if there have been some changes where he's been going out more. No more mm. changes. He wants to do the same thing every week. He doesn't want to go out anymore. So have you been taking him out more? No, but I went back to work a few months ago. So he's actually... That's a change that he's not going out as much, I would say. He's at the house more often. But it's a change. Timothy, has your schedule changed? Uh, no, my schedule has not. No, well, actually, it has. There was a big shift once the kids went back to school. And I'm around the house a lot. We're all around the house a lot less. Well, and that's what he was saying. He wants his family around. And he just mm -hmm. says no more changes. So I, I feel like he wants Annie back home with him. And he, something about... Did you guys move a few years ago, a couple of years ago? He says no more moves. He doesn't want to move. No. What is well, he talking about with move. no more moves? Well, we, that would, Annie, a few years ago, it would be the road trip that. Oh, yeah. we, we drove him to Maine and back. And he did not like that at all. Oh, he says that he gets car sick. He gets carsick when the back and forth. Okay. But yeah, no more road trips. Oh, that's interesting. That's good to know. Okay. Annie, are you taking notes? Yeah. Okay. I am. I want to remember this later. Do you guys have kids? We yeah. do, yeah. Two? Yes. Is the boy older? He's taller. They're twins. Okay, that makes sense. He says he likes to eat off the boy's plate. <laughs> he likes to go after the boy's food that the boy will feed him. <laughs> And the boy in him, ha the boy, he keeps, keeps calling him the boy. The boy has a special relationship with him, but I think it's because he feeds him. <laughs> they have a special relationship. Yeah, they do. He can um, have some sad feelings, and Dave seems to know when people are had sa having sad feelings. So he kind of gives him more attention. I think the challenge, how old is your son? Uh, Twelve. I think the challenge is the words still aren't coming for him. The son, not the dog. Um, like, he feels more than most. He's sensitive and he feels overwhelmed and it kind of gets and it builds and it builds. And I feel like sometimes I just hear he can pet me. He can pet me. He can pet me. That it's okay to pet me. Mm. And almost you can encourage him to pet him, to kind of help calm him down. Because Dave says, I take care. I take care of him. He does. Our son does need, like, that's one of the things that calms him down, he says, is to pet the dog. So that's pretty cool. 
Is is your son also having a harder time sleeping? Something about that Dave hears him at night. He hears him at night moving around or maybe a hard time settling. Yeah, that's very, probably very true. He has like a metal loft bed, so you can hear it when he's trying to trying to settle down. And I just hear Dave say, I make it okay. I make it okay. Oh, oh my gosh. And that he gets, I don't know if your son stayed, and this might be another change that he was talking about. I don't know if your son stayed home from school recently or if there are a couple of days where the, your son's schedule changed, but something about he was worried about him. Hmm. And I don't know if he was in bed for a bit. Well, he's home today in bed. And I think the routine uh, for our son, not having a routine is hard for him. And so he was just kind of very dysregulated and having a kind of a meltdown. He went to bed, <laughs> kind of cried himself to sleep. So maybe he's talking about just now. Animals absolutely understand. And it's a really beautiful thing to watch when kids grow up with pets. They seem to understand that those preteen teenagers are are a lot of big emotions. And so it sounds like that's what he was talking about today, which is he's still in bed, the, it's changed, the routine has changed, and he's going, I wanna help, I wanna help. And the one thing I would suggest that would help you, both as parents and anyone that's listening honestly with children that are sensitive, that are intuitive, that have all these big feelings, really encourage them to pet the animals, to be gentle with the animals, talk to them. And it's ironic, actually, that Dave is very routine-based, right? Uh, if Dave were a person, he would be a little neurodivergent, maybe, maybe a little, again, type A. And it sounds like your son is a little type A as well. Like your son wants things a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting that the dog and the boy are similar in that regard as well. And that's perhaps yeah. why Dave relates to your son. That's really cool. After the break, I'll ask Dave if he's happy. Creature Preacher is supported by Pretty Litter. When Katniss and Prim are healthy, they're happy. And that makes me happy. Helping keep tabs on both my cat's health is just one reason I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals help trap odor instantly. That means no cat bathroom smell when I'm in a session. Plus, it changes color to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. So if you're not intuitive like I am, it can help you get to the vet faster. And for me, it helps double check what I'm hearing my cats say. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash creature and use code creature to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash creature, code creature to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash creature, code creature. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Creature Creature is supported by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. These are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved They are meals that are delivered right to your door. There's options like keto, calorie smart, and my favorite, vegan and veggie. I don't know about you, but I have a busy week coming up. I just ordered the three bean vegan chili and the smoked tofu almond stir fry for this coming week. And I'm so excited to get it at my doorstep and be able to eat it in between sessions. No prep, 
no mess. They're 100% ready to heat and eat. It's so easy. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash creature50 and use code creature50 to get 50% off. That's code creature50 at factormeals.com slash creature50 to get 50% off. What questions did you have for Dave that maybe I can help with? Is it too much that we're all kind of using Dave as our collective emotional support animal? Like, is he happy? Does he have what he needs? Like that kind of thing. I think he is very happy. I think that the main thing, Dave is a helper. Dave wants to help. So when I work with service animals, either emotional support animals, ESAs, or service animals, the first thing I always ask is, do you want to do this? And to be honest, I've never heard a no as of yet. So when I ask Dave, do you want to help your son? Do you want to help? It's an automatic yes, because for Dave, because he is kind of that type A personality, He wants a job. (laughs) So Dave feels very important helping everyone and helping everyone in different areas. So for for both of you guys, I think, uh, for you in particular, Annie, I think he gives you that company and that emotional support. When you've had a hard day and you're just, oh, whoa, kids and husband and life. And and he just kind of nuzzles in and he kind of nudges you, right, with his nose to try and give you that comfort. Yeah, he nudges me with his nose. He does. And he'll kind of get closer. And what I would encourage you to do with Dave, Annie, is invite him because he does wait for that invitation at times. He'll kind of stand there and stare at you. And you're just like, what? (laughs) Invite him up. Timothy, why is that funny? Oh, just because there are a lot of times during the day where Dave will stand there and stare at you. I think he's honestly waiting for that invitation to jump up or to be next to you or to help in a way. And I would just encourage you to invite him more. Timothy, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to interact with Dave a little bit more and you want to play with him when you get home. You, that's how he kind of helps you is he kind of uh, takes you out of whatever zone you were in on the drive or whatever you were doing before Dave kind of reminds you about family. So with, Dave, what you want to do is eye contact is great, but really get down, play with him. He loves his belly rubbed. Or do you kind of roll him over a little bit? Like you kind of mess with his belly? Uh, I, I do pick him up and hold him like a baby and scratch yeah. his belly a lot. With the, yeah. And he <laughs> loves that. That's, that's your thing. So I would encourage you to continue to do that, but just make a little bit of eye contact because now you understand, okay, not only does he enjoy this, but he gets it that he understands this is how he's helping you. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Was there anything else you could think of that might help? We have neighbors. There are dogs on all sides of our yard on the other side of a fence. And he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't like being out like on the other side of a fence from a dog. He barks a lot. One side, the dog just passed away and he's still looking for him. So that's been making me a little sad. So with the dog that passed, He does understand that he's passed, but he smells him still. So that's why I feel like he kind of paces right there. He's still smelling him. Yeah. 
I'm just asking, is it a white dog on the other side of the fence? Yeah, it's a white dog. And that's the one that's still living, correct? No, that's the one that passed. That's the one that passed. So it's the white dog. And the, yeah. the, the white dog was a little bit fluffy, a little fluffy face. If yeah, you, it was like a... Like a Shiba. A husky. Or a, it was a husky. husky. Yeah, Shiba or Husky. Okay, there you go. So that was the... Oh, sweet puppy. I know. For what it's worth, I think the dog was pretty nice. I mean, I, I think their relationship... It was a nice was, dog. Yeah. They, I mean, it was like the neighbors that you yell at each other in the morning or um, one of my favorite scenes um, is coming to America and he goes, good morning, F you, F you too. That's kind of what the dogs were saying to each other. <laughs> right. Is the other dog Aww. tricolored? There are a couple of colors and there's two dogs that are the same breed. They're show dogs. He just says, I don't like it. And they mm. don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> He said they just stand there. He says they, so according to Dave, they go right to where. Yeah, they don't bark back. They just stand they there. They don't bark back. Yeah, they just stand there. He says mm-hmm. they don't do anything. And at least the husky. The husky. Would, you know, it was F you, F you back. And that was their relationship. These dogs don't do anything. So he's like, what the hell? Exactly. 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 That's what you want. That's what he wants back. Um, before I forget, he says, don't call me the nickname Dave, Dave made Dave, the Dave, the maid, Dave spade, something about Dave, something about don't call me the nicknames. I don't like it. Dave, the dog. No, Uh, yes. No, no, no. He does not like it. That was a very strong reaction. Okay. He says, I'm just Dave. Okay. One of our kids calls him Davy Wavy Bowtie Boy. Okay. Yeah. No. But he says, I don't mm. like those names. I'm Dave. Okay. Okay. Very okay. serious. I'm Dave. And he also says, don't pick at my paws. Does he get like stuff like crap I was in his just paws? picking at his paws just now. I'm just, I'm doing it right now. Maybe I should do this for a living. I'll think about it. Maybe we'll just do this show. On, I'm doing it on Lark. I told you it was my first time doing it. It's, thank you, t- Tim, for laughing at me. I appreciate one. I you like know, that. It's, it's I okay. Like that I'm not joke. that funny. Not that funny. Um, no, but yeah. So, so clearly, it's right now. Just like get that boy out of bed and don't pick at my paws. <laughs> it was wonderful talking to you and Dave. Dave is saying it's time to go as well. Dave is like, all right, lady. I've given you my time. I'm out of here. <laughs> but please keep me updated on how Dave and your family is doing. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thank you so much. That was wild. There are definitely things that she brought up that were just correct. So there were moments that felt really surreal. Like, I'm definitely relieved if Dave likes helping and that he feels important. That makes me feel really good. My dad has always said, Dave's a working dog. You know, that's always been my dad's observation is that Dave just wants to protect us and be with us. And and if he feels helpful when people have those emotions, then like, I'm feeling good about that. I really loved it. I had a great time. It was really fun. But oh, okay. <laughs> Creature preacher.
Adventure with Nancy Mello is produced by Rococo Punch. Our producers are Catherine Fedelosa, Emily Foreman, and Andrea Aswahe, with help from James Trout. How appropriate is that? Social video by Lauren Wyan. For more details on the series, go to CreaturePreacherPod.com. You can reach out via email too. Podcast me at RococoPunch.com. The show was launched with the help of some of the best in the business, and it wouldn't have happened without them. Thanks to Christine Ricasa, Brian Barletta, the teams at Audily, Tink Media, Adonde Media, Zeitler Design, and Sounds Profitable. If you want to support the show and wear the coolest freaking merchandise ever, check out our Creature Preacher store at CreaturePreacherPod.com, created by GoToMarket, the best folks in all of merchandising land. If you want to see behind the scenes video and me dancing with some cats, you can follow me on Instagram at Nancy Mello Official or on TikTok at Nancy.Mello. Thanks for listening. <laughs>